0: smartphone tune-in radio app we are 106.1 nash icon wrkn picayune new orleans good evening and welcome to all access on 106.1 fm nash icon at nashfm1061.com presented by crescentcitysports.com the best sports site in louisiana all access is also presented by the all-state sugar bowl representing the best of amateur athletics and by Francesca Bicati's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Lifegate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the r Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus, New Orleans Sports Director, Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, and the Kenner Star.
1: And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access, the Monday night edition here on 1061 FM, Nash Icon. We're on the web at NashFM1061.com. Tune-in app available anywhere in the world for you to listen in. Of course, you can get us via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN or play Nash Icon, 1061 FM. Email me, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. Check on our podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com or call in at 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061 if you'd like to participate and talk about a host of Topics Later on in the show, we'll visit with Coach Timmy Bird, 12-time state championship coach and basketball analyst, to get his take on March Madness and what's happened thus far, the surprises, the disappointments, and what's to come. We'll get Timmy's take on that, as well as his take on what looks like the new head basketball coach, NLSU, Matt McMahon. And we'll get into that topic coming up shortly as well. G601061 To join us, of course, the biggest news locally of the day, the fact that the Saints are re-signing Jameis Winston. Reportedly a two-year deal worth an average of $14 million a year. And given the circumstances of everything that has transpired or has not transpired, this is a really good move on both parts. First of all, the Saints don't overpay. Secondly, the Saints get him on a two-year deal. That way, if you don't particularly like or aren't enthralled with what you see, you can certainly move on. On the other hand, it's a great opportunity for Jameis Winston because what we saw from him last year in a smaller sample size was a good sample. The 14 touchdowns, the three interceptions right at the top of the ratio in the NFL in that regard. He took care of the football, number one, first and foremost. The second part was that, you know, he gained the confidence of his teammates, some of whom are responding via social media today, expressing their satisfaction and their glee with Winston returning. And then, of course, his maturity level, the leadership skills clearly were there. So there were things that you definitely liked. Of course, there are things that give you cause for pause, which is why two years is probably wise. On the one hand, only 59% completions. That's not going to do it in the NFL. You can make the argument that he didn't have the weapons to throw to, and there is a certain degree of truth to that because Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon, both of whom played otherwise. I'm not counting the game in book play. That was patently unfair to the young man and really not something to judge him on. But when Simeon and Hill played, their completion percentages were lower than Winston's, which gives you some idea about the players they were playing with, the talent around them, or should I say the lack thereof. So there's that, but it's still A bit troubling when you see 59% and when you see 61% for the career with a large sample size. The question is, how much of the gap has Winston bridged between the Jameis Winston of Tampa Bay and the Jameis Winston we saw in New Orleans last year? There is a gap. Make no mistake about it. And if the gap is wide, then the Saints have just made a hell of a deal. Jameis Winston has his spot and he could secure it long-term by playing well this coming year. If he plays well, the Saints make the playoffs and make a run, you can rest assured the Saints are going to try to offer him an extension. On the other hand, if he goes in and plays average to mediocre or less, then the Saints will be looking for a quarterback after one year. But again, it is a two-year deal. So... Again, all things considered, I think you have to like it. In baseball parlance, the Saints went to the plate, took a big rip, and they swung and missed with Deshaun Watson. Some people are very pleased with that. Others are distraught, understandably so. It was a hit-or-miss scenario from the get-go because of the young man's issues away from football, which have to work themselves out. Now that's Cleveland's problem. We all know what Watson is capable of doing on the field. But from the Saints' perspective, even if you didn't like their pursuit of Watson based upon the the off-the-field issues, which are substantive, and that's completely understandable, you at least had to understand why they took that swing. It's very rare that you have a chance to land a quarterback with that kind of talent, of that ilk. A top-five guy, top-ten for sure. When you see that kind of talent on the market and you have a chance to make a move, then you certainly take your best shot. What the Saints were seeing, (coughs) pardon me, what the Saints were seeing there was a player that they could have under control for at least a decade (coughs) at the most important position on the field. And they already had the sample size with that with Drew Brees. Of course, Breeze turned out to be 15 years. And that was one amazing run. And they saw a progression to Watson possibly being the same guy. <coughs> Maybe not in terms of the overall productivity, but certainly close to it. And a guy that had all the ability to do everything you want in a quarterback. Look, bottom line is Watson, you know, would have been available to 32 teams who would have wanted him, right? Or at least 20 that would have wanted him if he didn't have the off-field situation. As it was, he still had you know, the teams that were in hot pursuit of him. Three teams from the NFC south, and, and of course the Browns where he ended up going. And with Cleveland getting him, the good news is he's in the AFC. You don't have to see him. And you don't have to deal with them twice a year, which would have been the case with the teams in your own division. (laughs) Now the Saints hitch their wagon to Jameis Winston, and now they go about the business of trying to build around him. First and foremost, you start with Michael Thomas. He wasn't here for Jameis Winston last year, and now he is. So there's number one right there. Right off the bat, you've got something substantive in terms of weapons that you didn't have previously. and As a result, you got a situation where you have a guy that can make plays. The second part is that it's pretty obvious the Saints are going to address their skill positions, so to speak, in the upcoming draft. Whether that's a wide receiver in the first round, a tight end in the first round, remains to be seen. Look, they could go offensive line. In the first round, that's been their history, building up front. And maybe a lot of that depends on Teron Armstead. He visited the Dolphins. Don't know that the Saints can pay him or would pay him a ridiculous offer, which if it comes from the Dolphins, he's probably gone. So there's that. And then there's the other guard spot with Cesar Ruiz on the right side, who obviously didn't play well. Certainly not well enough for you to be very comfortable long-term. Now the Saints have changed offensive line coaches and maybe, just maybe, a new offensive line coach will teach the young man some new tricks and maybe there'll be a connection. We'll see. But the bottom line is you already have an issue with Ruiz and you have a situation with Armstead where you may very well not have him. And if that's the case on both fronts, an offensive line is a definitive need. I mean, you have Hurst, you have Landon Young, but are those the guys you want to play with as front liners? They know more than we know in terms of what they like, but you would think you'd want to be better in that realm. So, we'll see what they decide in terms of whether or not they're satisfied with what they have up front. Bottom line is, they're going to go heavy offense in this draft. That's clear. So that's another reason that Winston could be better. Of course, we're all assuming that he comes back from the knee injury in salvage shape. By all accounts, he's doing well, in fact, ahead of schedule. And for those that are on social media, I'm sure you've seen the posts that he has made showing you about his rehab and how well he's doing because it's been pretty impressive. And obviously it's erased concerns of the Saints to be able to make this investment in him. If they thought there was a lingering issue, they wouldn't have spent this money. Now, when you look at the other options, there's a few things to consider. There was Baker Mayfield. There was Jimmy Garoppolo. There was a Marcus Mariota, for instance. When Mariota Came out when Winston came out. He just didn't play the way they thought he would play for Tennessee, which is why he's been a backup with the Raiders the last couple of years. So the answer there's no as compared to Winston. With Baker Mayfield, it's a really a, a split caucus, if you will. There's some people that think a change of scenery will do him well and that he'll play well somewhere else. And there's others that think he'll never be that guy. And the Saints obviously didn't feel strongly enough about him to weigh him over Winston. So you throw that one out. Then there's Jimmy Garoppolo, who's an interesting case study. Initially, it was reported by some that the Saints might have some interest in him. Garoppolo's won four playoff games. He's a 67-68% completion guy. Touchdowns and interceptions aren't anything special, but he's been part of winners and by and large, is taking care of the ball. And he also had one of his best games ever, if not his best game ever, in New Orleans against the Saints in a regular season, what, 48-46 game a couple of years ago? But he's coming off of serious shoulder problems, and he's having surgery. And he may not be ready until the summer. Could you really take a chance on that? The Saints obviously decided Not to. So when you looked at the options out there and who was available, the best guys are the guys I just named. Why would you go any of those routes as compared to Winston? And again, this isn't about Winston being great. It's not about him being the guy. If you really felt that way, you wouldn't have gone after Watson in the first place. But you obviously felt he was the next best option, and understandably so doesn't have to learn the system he's comfortable with his teammates who are comfortable with him and he's comfortable with coaches who will be coaching him and then with regard to Winston it was a bit of a dry market and if you want to take that as a personal affront to him feel free to do so I think it's probably a little bit of that and a little bit of the fact that there's the knee injury and other people felt like they had better options when you look at everybody and what they did, Tom Brady unretires. He wasn't, Jameis wasn't going back to Tampa Bay anyway. Russell Wilson, Denver trades for him. Blockbuster deal. We all know Deshaun Watson. He's traded for and acquired by Cleveland. Carson Wentz, acquired by Washington. Obviously, they felt stronger about him than they felt about Winston, or they wouldn't have made the deal. Then the other deal today, Matt Ryan going to Indianapolis. That kind of sealed the deal with Winston because the Colts were the other team that had expressed some degree of interest in Jameis. And once they opted to go the route of Matt Ryan, then that kind of changed the whole dynamic if the Colts were ever real serious about Winston. That eliminated a team that Winston had expressed interest in and vice versa. The Vikings staying with Kirk Cousins, the Packers, staying with Aaron Rodgers. So you look around the league, what's left? Atlanta, Carolina, Seattle. Well, if there was any interest in Winston from Atlanta, you'd have known. Same thing with Carolina, who's seen him, placed him twice. Or once with the injury last year. And then, of course, the other. Situation in Seattle, if they would have had any interest, you would have known. So the options for Jameis Winston were really not there either. So when you combine all of those elements, every single one of them, the fact that there was a very small or dry market for Winston, that helped drive the price down a little bit for what the Saints could sign him to, which helps the Saints financially. When you consider the other quarterbacks out there, and who was available. You liked Winston better than those guys. Those were all the reasons to do what the Saints did. New Orleans still has Taysom Hill in reserve, and I know he's been a lightning rod for a lot of fans, which is really unfair, and it's all about his contract. And I'll say it once more. Taysom Hill didn't sign himself. To that contract if you want to blame anyone for the large money he got blame the Saints blame Sean Payton blame Mickey Loomis whoever but don't blame the player the player just does what he's asked to do he's been a good football player for this team whether you think he's worth the kind of money he's making is another story but he's been a good football player he's done everything this team has wanted them to do he's been a very good teammate He's eminently likable by everyone, but he just doesn't look the part of being a starting quarterback in the NFL. And he's over 30, and his time probably came and went with this Saints' opportunity. And if there was any real interest in him, other teams would have come calling, and they probably don't look at him in that vein, and the money probably was not something they would want to pay anyway. They looked at him as being a backup quarterback but more importantly as being the Swiss Army knife that he's been and been so good at for New Orleans. But there is comfort in knowing you've got a guy that if he's healthy, you can plug in and you can play with him and you can win with him. His record, every bit as good as Winston in terms of as a starting quarterback with the Saints, very similar. Winston has more arm talent. Then it's all about decision-making. And with Taysom, the decision-making was always an issue. Accuracy, of course, dropped off this past year. But I'll say it again. He's a good football player. He's a guy you like having on your team. And it's a comfort to know that you have him in reserve. Now, that's assuming he comes back well enough and in time from this serious Liz Frank injury, the second one he's had in his career. First one took a long time to get back from. This one figures to be the same. So there's that issue also. There's Blake Bortles, if you wanted him. If you wanted to bring back Trevor Siemian, look, he proved that he can step in, run a team, and give you a chance to win as a reserve quarterback. I think as a reserve quarterback, he's a solid option. So there are other options to go to if you need to. What the Saints are banking on is they were 9-8 with Winston 4-2 and, and then 5-2 if you want to count the game he started against Tampa Bay. And then he got hurt. And they weren't as good without him as they were with him. The record indicated that. If they win one more game, they're 10-7, and seven, they're clearly in the playoffs. And if they get another weapon or two on offense, that could translate to another win. And then there's the issue of the conference that you find yourself in. The AFC is loaded. Better conference overall, more really good teams, and more elite quarterbacks. NFC isn't that conference, which is why the likes of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers at their advanced ages still sit at the top of the conference in terms of players at the position. And then, of course, your own Division is another story. The Falcons don't have a quarterback now. Carolina is looking for a quarterback for the third time in three years. Matt Rule is on thin ice, and he should be. He ran Joe Brady out of town. Joe Brady wasn't good enough for him, but he's good enough to play our coach, I should say, for Buffalo, right? Buffalo's pretty good. Last time I checked, I think the Super Bowl pick in terms of favorites in the AFC this coming year. How much Brady had to do with Darnold coming in, I don't know. Then they went to you know, Cam Newton going back in time, and that didn't work. Prior to that, of course, with Teddy Bridgewater, who played okay, but the contract wasn't what they desired, so they moved on from him. Bridgewater, by the way, took a deal in Miami to be a backup, maybe banking on the fact that Tua Tagovailoa won't perform well And he'll get a chance. Maybe that happens. But the point is, Bridgewater and his agent realized the marketplace. And there wasn't a real market for him to be a starter in the league. So he took the deal with Miami. So in the case of Jameis Winston, he took the deal in the best situation, which fits him best and with the team that he fits best with and vice versa. I just think it's a perfect situation in terms of what they did, a two-year deal. You certainly will find out once and for all if you've got that top-level quarterback that you hope he is, or if you don't. If you do, you've hit the jackpot, and you give him a big extension. If you don't, you move on. You've only committed for two years. Your take is welcome. It's 504-260-1061. That's 260-1061, the way in on the Jameis Winston situation. LSU has hired a new head basketball coach, or at least they're going to, based on various reports. He's Matt McMahon of Murray State. We're going to talk about that and talk about March Madness, the NCAA tournament, with our basketball analyst, Timmy Bird, as he will join us when we return following a brief timeout. You're listening to All Access for a Monday night. Ken Trahan with you on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. We're on the web at NashFM1061.com.
0: Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. We taste at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon. And available online anytime at nashfm1061.com.
2: How do you make the most of your mow? Tony and Melissa do it on a John Deere Z530M Z-Track mower. Jump out of the house, a cup of coffee, and I'm at work. You're riding around, it's like going on a go-kart. And for Rodney, he uses his John Deere X350 lawn tractor to turn his yard into...
1: A happy place. It's a great place to do Tai Chi. I work on my mind, body, and well-being.
2: There are millions of ways to make the most of your mo. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deer.com. Nothing runs like a deer.
0: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug.
2: Don't you just love the smell of old books? Shh, this is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check (laughs) nonfiction. He really does devour literature. Please leave.
1: Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food at a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's hands and all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's original prep football report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Mark. Or Rumble. If you don't come, if you're to blame, you'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. My
3: milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and their life it's better than yours.
4: Spilled your milkshake? Quick, the quicker, picker upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake. My milkshake
3: brings... All our boys to the yard And they're like It's better than your
4: Bounty The quicker
5: picker-upper Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect time to power up productivity and gaming victories. Now you can save what Dell employees save on high-performance tech. Save 17% on XPS and select Alienware computers with Intel Core processors. Plus, check out exclusive savings on Dell monitors, headsets, and accessories for greater immersion in all you do. Upgrade today by calling 800 by dell Again, that's 800 by dell or you can visit dell.com slash semi-annual sale.
4: When it matters, companies need more than just a delivery service. Cintas delivers full service and the reliability that comes with having a dedicated Cintas service rep who understands your business, which means they deliver confidence and peace of mind, too. For uniforms, cleaning essentials, mats, first aid and safety supplies, and fire protection services, discover the personal attention you get with Cintas. Oh, I'm ready. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
0: O'Reilly Auto Parts has what you need to keep your engine performing at its best. Our professional parts people will help you select the right products for your vehicle and your budget, like five quarts of Castrol GTX conventional oil and a microguard filter just $28.99. Save money on your next oil change. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, oh, oh,
5: O'Reilly. Auto
4: Parts.
0: Stop by churches for the high flying flavor combination of our Texas tenders and shrimp meal today. It's butterfly shrimp alongside made from scratch Texas tenders. Served spicy or original for six bucks. Churches, welcome to the great state of flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Ray Maliazzi here. I'd like to carry more parts, but I barely have room to think in my garage. Luckily, eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. Can't
1: imagine stocking that many parts. Where would I get all those shelves? eBay Motors, let's ride. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The New Orleans Pelicans went into Atlanta and stopped the Hot Hawks team 117 to 112 Sunday evening. Returning to his hometown and where he played college ball, former Georgia Tech star Jose Alvarado came up huge for New Orleans with 15 points, four boards, four assists, and three steals. New Orleans moved into a tie for ninth in the West, and the Pelicans conclude the road trip at Charlotte tonight. In college basketball, Loyola battles Arizona Christian at 5 p.m. today in the NAIA National Semifinals at Kansas City. In the women's NCAA tournament, LSU hosts Ohio State at 7 p.m. In the women's NIT tonight, Tulane hosts Alabama at 6.30. Former LSU star Lyle Collins has reportedly accepted a four-year, $50 million deal with the Cincinnati Bengals. The Miami Dolphins are pursuing Teron Armstead. College baseball study LSU rallied late to overcome Texas A&M 7-6. New Orleans won 11-5 at Oklahoma to win the series. Sanford defeated Southeast Louisiana 16-8. Tulane played to a 3-3 tie with Villanova. The game was called due to a curfew for Villanova to travel. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Traffic
4: is brought to you by D.A. Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. D.A. Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call D.A. now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com.
0: Now's the time. What's on your mind? Time to express your thoughts by calling Ken Trahan of crescentcitiesports.com. And all access on 1061 Nash Icon, and at NashFM1061.com. Call
1: 504-260-1061. Glad you're with us. And boy, you talk about a thrilling report. 617 to play in the game. Loyola 66, Arizona Christian 46. A 20-point lead for the Wolfpack in the national semifinals of the NAIA just playing unbelievable basketball on the Wolfpack. And up by 20 points, Miles Burns and Zach Wright will each have 16 points. Jalen Galloway with 12, Andrew Fava with 10. Loyola seemingly on their way to play for the national championship in Kansas City. They're up 20 with 546 to play in the game. 260-1061 to join us. And joining us now to talk basketball, college and otherwise, is a good and great friend, 12-time state championship coach, Timmy Byrd. Timmy, always a pleasure. How are you?
6: Hey, Ken, doing good. How about yourself?
1: Doing fine. First of all, I know we talked about it before, but how about Loyola? What an incredible team. What an amazing job Stacy Hollowell's done. Uh, it looks like they're poised to play for a national championship.
6: I'll tell you what, in five, six year, what, five, six years ago, if anybody would have said he could come in and do uh, what he's done, would look at you like you were stupid. <laughs> he, he has really done an amazing job, and now he's got a position to win uh, a national championship. I mean, that's just incredible.
1: Well, it really is, and, I mean, it's just uh, it, it's, it's really heartwarming to see, because I saw, you know, this program when it restarted under Jerry Hernandez, continued under Mike Giorlando, had to start over from scratch, and to see where it is now is really remarkable especially for those of us that are Loyola graduates and got a whole bunch in this family, and it's really been wonderful to see. And obviously it's a great, great accomplishment for them if they can finish off today. Pelicans are up with a minute 25 to play in the first quarter. They lead at Charlotte 18-15 to 15 in a low-scoring game, playing the second of a back-to-back on the road. That's really tough after playing in Atlanta last night. Even if they don't win this one, they got the first two, which is good. Uh, this is a team in the Pelicans that continues to play well, continues to play hard, and continues to show that it's got a really good future. Demi?
6: Yeah, they brought in the right, you know, they got a great guard when they made the trade and, and uh, head coach is doing a really good job. Um, looks like they got good chemistry. They got some nice pieces. If they could just stay healthy, uh, you, we could really see what, you know, what they really have. But it all starts with, the guard they traded for, and um, you know, it's it's all about players. You know, you go back to Loyola. You know, bottom line is you got to give the credit to the coach. You know, it's it, it's it's uh, you know, Stacy's done an incredible job. And same thing here with the Pelicans. You know, I think I think uh, they got a uh, up and coming bright young coach.
1: I agree. Willie Green's done a great job, and C.J. McCollum has fit in incredibly well. He seems to be very happy here, and I mean, they're doing this without Brandon Ingram, and, of course, they haven't had Zion Williamson all season long. Devontae Graham's hurt. I mean, it's, it's intriguing, before we get into college basketball, it's intriguing to think what this team could be if they were ever able to put all their pieces on the floor.
6: Right. Just add, just add Ingram to the, to the mix right now, and, you know, how good would they be? Um, you know, may, maybe, maybe a six seed. You know, maybe good enough to get mm-hmm. into that six spot. You know, I know they can't get there, but maybe that's mm-hmm. the kind of team they would be.
1: Yeah, right now the goal is the nine spot. They come into tied with the Lakers for tonight, and obviously you want to get to that nine spot. Then you would host the Lakers in that play-in game as opposed to having to go to Los Angeles. So <clears throat> we'll see what transpires with that. All right, we'll get into the NCAA tournament here in the next segment, but I want to ask you about LSU because it looks like they've got their man. Uh, And it's a guy that, again, kind of fits the profile, right? Matt McMahon, uh, various reports that he is going to be hired as LSU's new head basketball coach. He's led Murray State to three NCAA tournaments in the past five years. His record in seven seasons, 154 and 67. There were 31 and 3 this season and oh by the way he coached a guy by the name of John Morant at Murray State so they go the mid-major route much like they did with Will Wade and Matt McMahon looks like the man what do you know of Matt McMahon what do you think about this potential hire
6: do you you want the politically correct answer do you want my opinion both (laughs) All right. So the politically correct answer is he's a really good coach. You, you can't take that. You can't take that away from him. He's obviously done a good job. But here, here's why it's not a good, good match for LSU. LSU needs a coach that has built a program from the ground up and has risen from the ashes. And this coach is not one of those guys. This guy inherited. A program that has been ultra successful for thirty years. If you go back and look at all the coaches there, every one of every one of them has been very successful. And the reason they've been successful is because Murray State has been the top program in their conference. So it's a plug and play with coaches. I'm not convinced that this was the right hire only because I know and 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 I saw it with Baylor. You, you, you're probably looking at five scholarships to work with. You're probably looking at two or three years of not being able to play in the postseason. And and people, parents and and students, student athletes in high school that are seniors, also guys that are playing in college, they have a three-year memory. So now your memory of LSU is going to be not a very good memory, and so you're going to have two, three bad years. And is this coach going to know how to manage that? I'm not convinced that he's going to be able to do that. And, and I'm not taking anything away from him as a coach. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from the standpoint that you're going to have a major redo here. And it's not like coming into Murray State where – all you have to do is be a good coach, and you're going to be successful. He's going to have to come in and, and do a total redo. He's going to – this is going to be a major undertaking, taking a program that's going to be in the ditch and, and, and trying to rise it from the ashes. I don't think it's a good hire. Um, and, I, and, and believe me, Ken, I hope he proves me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think you have. I think they should have went and got a guy that's been through this before, and uh, and if they were going to get a head coach that was in the, as a mid major coach, you go to a place where that head coach has had some success by rebuilding a program. He didn't have to do that at Murray State.
1: Well, LSU hired John Brady from Samford, and obviously he inherited a program on probation which was very difficult, but he built it into a Final Four program. So there is precedent in that regard. Samford was a program that had had some modest success, but not like Murray State. Uh, Murray State has had success under three coaches. Most recently, I think, we can talk about Billy Kennedy too, right? So, I mean, there's been guys there that have had success, but certainly McMahon's record is very good. And obviously, the athletic director, Scott Woodward, you got to believe, Timmy, that he had this guy in mind. This wasn't a knee-jerk reaction. LSU was just waiting for the NCAA report to get rid of Will Wade. They've known this was coming. They, You know they knew this was coming. And when it came, they didn't waste any time and made the move. They really didn't have any choice. But my point is, knowing that it was coming, they had to have their ducks in a row about where they were going to go, right?
6: I'm not convinced of that. I,
1: I, okay. I don't know...
6: I don't know that they were they were planning on going the mid major route and hiring a a good coach uh you know from a really good program. I, I just I'm I'm pretty convicted in my opinion because I, I just know the difference between being you know, it's like plug and play at Kansas. Mm-hmm. You can't take anything away from Bill Self, but Bill Self, you know, he he inherited a a top two, top three program in the country and he was a great coach. But if Bill Self would have had to go to a, a place that was on probation, mm-hmm. could he have done what he did at Kansas? Maybe, but probably not. And so I, I think I think because of the problems that LSU are faced with, I, I think it's gonna it's it's gonna take a guy I I believe that is either built a program from from scratch, or you got to go out there and you got to get you got to get a guy from a power conference that you know has some uh, has some pizzazz and and, and has some staying power because of, because of his experience that can overcome the three years that that are going to be very tough.
1: Jimmy Bird, our guest two six zero one zero six one, to join us when we return. In a moment, we'll turn our attention to March Madness, uh, the surprises, the disappointments, and what Jimmy thinks is going to happen the rest of the way. We'll do that after a brief timeout. All access Monday night. Ken Trahan on 1061 FM, NASH ICON, and at NASHFM1061.com.
0: I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a group life insurance policy but is changing jobs and he can't take it with him. Well, I went to work and found Ray, who's 40, and takes medication to control his high blood pressure, a 10-year,
1: $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. That's way more coverage for a lot less than what he was paying. If SelectQuote didn't shop for your life insurance, You're
0: probably paying too much. For your free quote and to find out how much you can save, call 1-800-885-4646. That's 1-800-885-4646. 1-800-885-4646. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop you save
4: get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials your premium could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states
0: stop by churches for the high-flying flavor combination of our texas tenders and shrimp meal today it's butterfly shrimp alongside made from scratch texas tenders serve spicy or original for six bucks churches welcome to the great state of flavor offer valid at participating locations
3: my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard And they're like, it's
4: better than yours Spilled your milkshake? Quick, the Quicker Picker Upper Bounty picks up spills quicker And each sheet is two times more absorbent So you can use less than the leading ordinary brand So you can get back to your milkshake
3: My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard And they're like, it's better than yours
4: Bounty, the Quicker Picker Upper
5: Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect time to power up productivity and gaming victories. Now you can save what Dell employees save on high-performance tech. Save 17% on XPS and select Alienware computers with Intel Core processors. Plus, check out exclusive savings on Dell monitors, headsets, and accessories for greater immersion in all you do. Upgrade today by calling 800 by dell Again, that's 800 by dell or you can visit dell.com slash semi-annual sale.
2: This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. You could live in a time loop where every day is Friday and boldly seasoned Mexican spice nacho fries with warm nacho cheese sauce never leave the menu. But you don't have to. Nacho fries are back. Get them today, the next day, and the day after that at a participating Taco Bell location near you for a limited time only.
0: This is Josh Danzig with Where Yet Magazine
1: and whereyet.com you with your weekend picks for 1061 Nash Icon. Like live theater, take the family out this weekend to see Shrek the Musical Junior live at the Performing Arts Center in Jefferson Parish through Sunday. Crawfish lovers, head to the 46th annual Louisiana Crawfish Festival starting this Thursday with live music from Category 6 and more. For more info on what to do this weekend, log on to whereyat.com and click on the community calendar.
0: And be sure to pick up the March issue of Where Magazine in locations all over town.
2: Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital.
4: Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com.
0: This is where you get all access. Not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 106.1 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com.
1: 8.44 to play in the first half. Pelicans 30-28 over the Hornets. Uh, It's obvious they don't have their legs. They're trying to play half-court basketball, uh, but they are hanging tough early second quarter in that one. Now two minutes and two seconds to play in Kansas City. Loyola 76, Arizona Christian 59. So a 17-point lead with 2:03 to play—pretty obvious the Wolfpack will be going on to the national championship game. March Madness—we're getting there, right? Sweet 16 time. So let's talk to Timmy Bird about that. All right, Tim, let's start with the uh, the biggest uh, surprises thus far. Everybody's going to point to St. Peter's, right? But you know, what have you seen that would be a big surprise to you? Might Miami be in that mix? Or who do you see that you've seen thus far yeah. that would surprise you the most? I-
6: I think the second uh, pick for me would be Miami. The third pick, which is not a surprise for me just because I watch so much Big 12 basketball, but I think Ohio State probably be the third team that a lot of people are surprised about. But I, I think Miami, without question, um, is, is one of the hot teams. And uh, they're, they're kind of scary looking out there, to be honest with you. They're a matchup nightmare. Uh, but I love St. Peter's. Uh, I think everybody does. Uh, just love their team, their coach. Love their attitude, the way they play the game. So, yeah. Um, and then and then the the team that surprised me the most is I thought they would – I didn't know if they could handle the street fight that, uh, you know, they, they definitely have probably the most talent. But I didn't know how they would react in a street fight. And that would be Arizona when they played TCU. And uh, I think if Arizona gets past Houston, then I think that that's going to be a national champion.
1: Yeah, Houston's a a tough defensive team, and they're pretty tough physically, too. That's a nice matchup. You know, I I mean, I watched last night. uh, Bruce Pearls is one of those guys, you either love him or you don't like him, right? I mean, I, I I look at their team, and I just thought they underachieved. That's my opinion. Well...
6: Yeah, it you, you would you would think that just because of the two bigs, but you don't win you don't win in the in the tournament with bigs, you win with guards. Mm-hmm. And his guards are average. Mm-hmm. And he's got the two best arguably the two best tandem big men in the in the in the country, but his guards are, are average. So I wasn't surprised they lost. I was surprised at how they lost. I thought it would be more competitive and they do a little bit better job against uh, Miami. But that was a terrible matchup for them. And I wasn't surprised at all that they lost. Because the point guard from Miami, I I used to watch him when he was at Kansas. And and he's the real deal. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's not a good matchup for anybody. I think the matchup that probably would give Miami a a really tough time is is, uh, Purdue. Um, Good team. Just because yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know that they can match up, you know, with their big, they're too bigs because they're they're different. Yeah, produce, you know, they're different. Yeah, well, um,
1: Purdue's one of the teams awesome. I thought could win it. I thought Purdue could win it. I thought Arizona could win it. I thought Villanova could win it. I thought I'm uh, just going into the tournament. I thought Kentucky could win it. Tells you how much I know. So. I mean, I thought there were four or five teams that had a realistic good shot to win it. And speaking of Kentucky, pretty poor performance by the SEC overall, right?
6: Again, it goes, it goes back to guard play. Kentucky's, mm-hmm. Kentucky's guards got outplayed. And uh, if you look at the upsets, it's going to be because of guard play. So if, if, you're, a, if you're a betting man, you want to pick the teams that have great guard play and good enough inside play to neutralize great inside play. So the, the teams that are going to win are going to be the ones that have outstanding guard play.
1: How about Iowa State? Their defense has been maybe as good as any in the tournament with what they did to LSU and with what they did to Wisconsin, and they did it to Wisconsin in Milwaukee.
6: <coughs> but and, and Iowa State's a really good defensive team, but this game – I don't think it's going to be close. I think Miami's going to win by 10, 12, 15 Mm -hmm. points. And I think they're going to because all five guys for Miami can put it on the floor, and that's the kind of team Iowa uh, Iowa State has trouble with.
1: And then there's Michigan. How about Michigan getting a big win like they did over Tennessee? I really like Tennessee. I thought Tennessee had a shot to go very deep.
6: Tennessee's guard play is, is normally really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, their guards kind of let them down a little bit and got out got outplayed. And, and, you know, Michigan got on a roll, and, and they do have a really good big man. So, you know, you're going to have to have good guard play to beat Michigan. Michigan's a team to watch in this next round.
1: Yeah, look, I think they're, they're pretty good. They're playing with house money at this point. And I guess, you know, I'd be remiss not to mention Duke. You know, I last run from Mike Sheshewski. Uh is Duke good enough? Are their guards good enough in your mind?
6: You know, if you look if you look at Duke's team the last four minutes of this last game, you you mm-hmm. gotta be impressed with them. Yep. And take those four minutes away though, they're just another team in the tournament. That's underachieving. Um mm-hmm. uh, I think uh think they're gonna have their hands full with Texas Tech. It's gonna be a close game. Um if their guards for Duke are hitting outside shots, then they're going to win. But that's going to be a tall order against Texas Tech for their guards to make threes. I don't think they can do it. I would pick Texas Tech in this game in a close year.
1: Yeah, I like Texas Tech. I think that's a really good basketball team. I mean, I, Yeah, I, I agree. I, of course, they're good every year, but they're, they're good again. I was really impressed with what I saw in watching them. So, you know, quality of play overall in college basketball, I mean, have we leveled off now since all this, you know, one-and-done stuff, G League stuff, signing out of high school? Have we leveled off and now seeing, you know, back to being a good quality in your mind?
6: Yeah, I think so, Ken. I mm-hmm. think uh, I think with without these kids being one-and-done, I think you're seeing um, – I think the trans, transfer portal has kind of uh, given some parity uh, throughout the leagues. And I think mm-hmm. you're seeing better basketball with higher quality uh, players across the board be- because you-, you got more guys that are not opting out for the NBA. And I think because well, of NIL, I think you're going to see more and more kids stay in college.
1: Last team I'll ask you about, uh, there's, there's a growing sentiment nationally. People would like to see Gonzaga finally win one. They got to the final last year, barely whipped them. Uh, they've got the two bigs. We're both really good, but I don't think their guards are as good as they were last year based on what I've seen. That's why I don't think they'll win it, even though they're a good team. Your thoughts?
6: Yeah, I, I, I think uh, two games ago they were lucky to get out of that game. Um, I, I don't think uh, – who, who are they playing? They're playing Arkansas. Arkansas could beat them. I, no, they won't um, beat uh, I I I I, I them. <clears throat> I would guess Gonzaga will win that game.
1: But yeah, me too. I wouldn't
6: be surprised if Arkansas beat them just because Arkansas has that mentality that uh, they think, you know, they're not afraid of anybody. And uh, But I think the next game, I think they would get Texas Tech. If they play mm-hmm. Texas Tech, I'm not sure that they can beat Texas Tech.
1: Well, I know you're the biggest proponent of guard play at any level, but clearly you feel strongly about the NCAA and about guard play there.
6: Yeah, and I think that's why you got to take Arizona. They're the most complete team, Mm -hmm. and um, if they can get past Houston, I think that'll be the national champion. Uh, Again, they're going to get their nose bloodied here, Um, and I'm not sure that they'll get past Houston just because of how physical they are. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're even more physical than uh, TCU, so – If they can get past them, I think that'll be the national champion. And I think it's going to be some really good games. The one I'm really looking forward to, because they, on paper, have no chance at all, is St. Peter's versus, I think they're playing Purdue. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, nobody gives them a chance. But they're an intriguing team with their center. They have one of the most underrated centers that I think will play in the pros uh, if he can develop a shot. But their under undersized center is a difference maker, and then they just got tough, gritty guards that make plays. Um, that's going to be an interesting matchup. They could get blown out because they don't match up with them. But I'm I'm anxious to see that that game. Um, if Purdue can guard them, uh, St. Peter's going to have a hard time guarding Purdue. But Purdue's going to have a hard time guarding. Uh, St. Peter's also.
1: No doubt. Well, every year there's a team like St. Peter's uh, that makes this a great story. And certainly that's the team this year that people are looking at. Timmy Byrd, we always appreciate the time. Good analysis. And we look forward to visiting with you again soon.
6: Sounds good, Ken. Always a pleasure.
1: All right, buddy. Thank you. That's Timmy Bird. Again, if you'd like to join us, it's 504-260-1061. That's 260 260- one zero six one. We have one more segment to go. We'll take a time out here. When we return, we'll get you caught up on Loyola, get you caught up on Tulane and the women's NIT LSU. The women playing in the round of 32 tonight at home against Ohio State as well. We'll get you updated on all of it as we continue in a moment with more of All Access for a Monday night. Ken Trahan, Rudy Dixon, our producer, and we're back in just a moment here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, and at NASHFM1061.com.
3: My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than
4: yours. Uh, 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 Spilled your milkshake? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your milkshake.
3: My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours.
4: Bounty, the quicker picker-upper.
5: Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect time to power up productivity and gaming victories. Now you can save what Dell employees save on high-performance tech. Save 17% on XPS and select Alienware computers with Intel core processors. Plus, check out exclusive savings on Dell monitors, headsets, and accessories for greater immersion in all you do. Upgrade today by calling 800 by dell Again, that's 800 by dell or you can visit dell.com slash semi-annual sale.
4: Celebrate Fish Fish Fry Fry Fridays each each week week during during Lent. Lent.
5: Restaurants across the New Orleans region are featuring seafood entrees to benefit Hospitality Cares, a partnership from the Louisiana Hospitality Foundation and United Way of Southeast Louisiana. Fish Fry Fridays features an array of Lenten seafood specials and raises funds to help hospitality workers. Sponsored by the New Orleans Fish House and Tabasco brand. Go online at fishfryfridays.org to see participating restaurants and their featured specials. That's fishfryfridays.org.
2: How do you make the most of your mow? Tony and Melissa do it on a John Deere Z530M Z-Track mower. Jump out of the house, a cup of coffee, and I'm at work. You're riding around, it's like going on a go-kart. And for Rodney, he uses his John Deere X350 lawn tractor to turn his yard into...
1: My happy place. It's a great place to do Tai Chi. I work on my mind, body, and well-being.
2: There are millions of ways to make the most of your mow. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deer.com. Nothing runs like a Deere.
1: Liberty
0: Mutual Insurance Company presents And Don't you just love the smell of old books? Ah. Shh, this
2: is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. (laughs) He really does devour literature. Please leave.
1: Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Family owned and operated by a great local family, Bergeron Volvo at 3525 Veterans Boulevard in Metairie has a full stock of fabulous 2021 vehicles with a wide range of the XC series, including the XC40, the XC60 and the XC90. If you are looking for a luxury sedan, see the S60 or S90. Don't forget the XC90 hybrid or rugged V90 cross country from Bergeron Volvo. Visit bergeronvolvocars.com. To
5: experience our idea of luxury, visit at Bergeron Volvo on vets in Metairie or online at bergeronvolvo.com today.
6: Were you exposed to hazardous materials while serving in the military and have an illness or condition as a result?
2: If so, you may be eligible for VA benefits
4: and services.
2: Whether you need healthcare or want to file a disability compensation claim related to military exposures, VA is here to help. Visit va.gov forward slash military exposures to learn more and apply today.
6: You served your country. Now let VA serve you.
5: NextGuard, a Fox Aloner, is the number one vet recommended flea and tick protection. But vets don't just prescribe NextGuard to their patients. They trust it to protect their own dogs. And it's delicious beef flavor makes it number one with dogs too. Reported adverse reactions include vomiting, lethargy, and diarrhea. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. NexCard is safe to start at just eight weeks and four pounds. Ask your vet or visit NexCardForDogs.com to learn more.
0: Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at
1: 504-260-1061. Playing now at 210 to play in the first half. Pelicans 43-38 over the Hornets in Charlotte. Hanging tough despite playing the second of a back-to-back. But having to go deep into their bench. We'll see if they can find a way to stick with them uh, tonight with this group of players. Stay tuned. Meanwhile, the LSU women getting set to take on Ohio State. The th- number three seed against the number six seed in the round of 32 in the NCAA Women's Tournament at the Maravich Assembly Center. Starts at 7 p.m. It's on ESPN2. If you want to watch. Meanwhile, the women's NIT, second round, with 5.32 to play in the first half. Tulane at home, leading Alabama 25-23, a two-point lead for the Green Wave at home. Moon Erson with 11 points. Now Alabama has taken a 26-25 lead as they just hit a three-pointer. So 26-25 Alabama, five minutes to play in the first half of that one. And at Kansas City, it's over. The Loyola Wolfpack are in the national championship game of the NAIA tournament. Loyola defeated Arizona Christian 83-70. The Wolfpack 36-1 on the season. They win in 83-70 over Arizona Christian. We well, have a story at Crescent City Sports, original story coming up for you in just a little bit. You check it out at Crescent City Sports. Zach Reitzel, 21 points, nine. 9-